8.47, Science and Tech Time with Mark's Astro Science Journalist. Good morning. Good morning, Alex. How the food industry is using AI to craft new recipes and flavours could be helpful to us in our own kitchens as well. But we start with 2018 being the fourth warmest year on record, continuing Earth's recent hot streak. Mark Zastro, science and tech j- journalist in the studio. Good morning. Yeah, good morning again. Um, you're absolutely right. Uh, this, uh, you know, there's this old saying that, you know, one time is an anecdote, twice is a coincidence, and the third time is a trend. And we're now in a position where the last five years on record are actually the top five warmest years ever recorded. And that's according to data that was released last week from NASA and NOAA, the U.S. Oceans and Atmosphere Science Agency. So this really does look like the new normal uh, in terms of uh, global climate. So 2018 came in as the fourth warmest behind 2016, 2017, and 2015. And if you remember the hottest year, 2016, that was actually an El Nino year, where there's an additional warming effect from warm water in the Pacific Ocean. And last year was the La Nina years, which has a cooling effect. So it's not really a surprise that temperatures didn't quite reach the levels of 2016. So NASA puts the global temperature in 2018 at just over a full degree Celsius warmer than the pre-industrial average. And of course, that's now most of the way to the, to the limit of two degrees of warming or the goal of limiting warming to two degrees that nations have outlined in the Paris Agreement. Now, if I was to play devil's advocate, uh, I don't really want to, but uh, let me just read this quote. And I I don't want to either demonize Donald Trump by reading his particular comment (laughs) out, but, you know, he has been a a prominent spokesperson for the anti-global warming brigade, hasn't he? Yes, he has been. And and he said... um, in the beautiful, so this was a tweet on January 29th. Mm. In the beautiful Midwest, wind chill temperatures are reaching minus 60 degrees, the coldest ever recorded in coming days. Expected to get even colder. People can't last outside even for minutes. What the hell is going on with global waming? Yes, it says waming. To be fair, he did skip the R. So maybe we can offer him that defense that he wasn't actually talking about global warming, but I suspect it was a typo. He says, please come back fast. We need you, referring presumably to global warming. I mean, right. it's, so, look, I, I don't want to be that, too flippant about this, but there is a genuine concern that, um, that people think if it's really cold, that global warming is not reality. Right. And of course, you know, the short answer that a lot of people give is, well, you know, weather is not the same as climate. Uh, there is natural variability in weather. But, you know, I, I'm not sh- sh- so sure that explanation goes far enough to sort of assuage the fears that you're talking about, because it is uh, when you when you see weather that cold, you start to think, well, if the, if the earth is warming, shouldn't we see this kind of weather less often? Especially like but, record cold temperatures. Right. But in fact, um, models show that we may actually see more extreme events like that with global warming, both hot and and cold because uh, global warming increases the amount of energy in the atmosphere and that changes the the patterns of atmospheric circulation. So, you know, that's why we have those very cold temperatures in the American Midwest because of the polar vortex moving off its position over the North Pole, where it typically is, down into the continental U.S. Uh, those kinds of events where the atmospheric, cir- the atmospheric circulation is changed or destabilized, uh, that can actually that actually falls out of models, and it, it shows that they could become more common in a warming climate. If you'd asked me a few years ago, even 
uh, I don't know, three years ago. Would I ever anticipate a US president tweeting something like that or commenting in any forum on something of that nature? Uh, I, I just can't even imagine it. Yeah, it, it is really, I, you know, I think it's, it's obviously it's very unfortunate that uh, anti-science sentiment has, has reached that level of the American government. And, and it's not even just anti I mean, it's just so obviously flawed. With, mm-hmm. Without, I mean, you gave an excellent explanation just now, but it's it's so obviously flawed that one wonders how that uh, tweet was, how he was able to conceive of it, and and you know, with that obvious typo of waming instead of warming, right. it's amazing to me. I'm just checking this now. That tweet from 29th of January is still active on the on the President Trump Twitter account. Like he didn't delete it and repost right. with the correction of the spelling even right well and that's a whole other conversation that's a whole other yeah, conversation, conversation but it it's you know without that kind of attention to detail it says a lot and this is the man who's going to take us into the next u.s north korea summit in vietnam well um, i think a lot of his staffers sometimes they write his tweets intentionally with typos i mean that's been reported previously because well, it, it makes him seem more real well okay i don't know what to say about that again another conversation yeah Warming to waning is a typo too far, perhaps. But speaking of warming, um, what about these hurricanes growing in the Atlantic Ocean? What do they tell us? Right. So there was actually a separate study also involving researchers from NOAA that came out last week that was looking at the phenomenon of rapid intensification of hurricanes. Uh, it's something we've also seen in the Pacific with typhoons. It seems more and more in recent years, these typhoons and hurricanes are not just getting stronger, but they're getting stronger faster. Uh, they're intensifying more quickly. Uh, and that, of course, is bad because it means we have le- sometimes less warning. These storms can grow from tropical storms to Category 5 monsters literally within 24 hours. And so this study looked specifically at the data of Atlantic hurricanes, and they found that this, you know, this phenomenon is not just uh, in our imagination. It's not just uh, a media uh, phenomenon. This is a real trend where rapid intensification is happening more often. And they found that according to sim- computer simulations, uh, this can't be explained by natural variations in Earth's climate. So in other words, this rapid intensification is increasing because of human-caused global warming. So it's another way, I think, in which the effects of climate change can sometimes uh, multiply or amplify each other in unexpected ways. It's not just that they're getting more powerful as the Earth heats up, but you know they're getting faster, uh, th- they're growing more quickly as well, which means we have less time to react to them, makes them even more dangerous. Let's completely change the subject while we have time, but uh, stay with the amplification this time of our taste buds. <laughs> I like the idea of seeing how far we could explore cuisine, which has you know, got one of the longest histories in human culture, now could take another major step for mankind through AI. That's right. IBM announced last week that for the past four years, their researchers have been working with the food giant McCormick, which is one of the world's largest manufacturers of spices and seasonings, uh, a company based in Maryland. So they say that in order to maintain their competitive edge of bringing new flavors to market, they provided decades of data on their own product formulas and taste data and customer research to IBM. And then IBM built a machine learning AI platform that can help them either perfect certain flavors or hopefully discover new flavors for their seasonings. Yeah, so like years ago, I remember hearing about um, the combination of chocolate and chili, for example, which mm-hmm. was well known to certain cultures in the world. But mm-hmm. kind of at the dawn of the internet age, people were starting to spread these ideas. Right. Now we could speed up the process or perhaps encounter even more things of that nature. 
through AI. Right. That would be the hope, certainly, that、uh, McCormick has. And they're actually launching a line of recipe mix seasoning pouches based off of this,、uh, this AI platform. They have flavors in this lineup, including Tuscan chicken, bourbon pork tenderloin, and New Orleans sausage. And they're supposed to be on,、uh, the, in U.S. grocery stores by. The end of spring of this year. I just wonder whether we'll trust them more. Like, if a, if a chef comes up with a really crazy concoction, I might just think, oh, come on, you're just seeking attention. But you can't, you can't accuse AI of that. Well, right, but you could accuse the companies of using AI to try to find attention for them. I think it's interesting that they're actually you know, openly talking about、uh, these recipes being developed by AI. So they must think that、uh, customers in the US and other markets are, are wanting this or, or willing to accept it. Well, bourbon pork. Tenderloin doesn't sound all that avant garde. It does sound appetizing, though. Mark Zastro <laughs> with our Science and Tech Roundup. Thank you very much. Great to have you here. Thank you, Alex. And that is our show for today. We'll be back tomorrow, 7 05. Coming up next, your latest news headlines, followed by Inside Korea. <laughs>